Hello, that was a terrible start, wasn't it? Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast, Namaste. I'm like Russell Brand. No facts. Can I keep talking? Uh, no comment about him. Uh, <laughs> nothing. Okay. Yep. One of the ones. Aye, one of them. Let's just say... Come back to this podcast in a couple of years and you'll be like, no way, man. Anyway, welcome back to Straight White Whale. This is episode 58. Before we get into the madness, that was a joke about Russell Brand. I don't want to get sued. Come and get me anyway. You've not got any money, you cunt. Walk through the door and I'll stick your fucking nut on you. This podcast is sponsored by Lamb Solutions Limited. Michael Burns has sent me a wee script to read out because last week I said basically do a home invasion and get in about his father and now he's fucking terrified that he's going to get kidnapped. So anyway, <laughs> Lamb Solutions Limited, Michael Burns, this is what I'm to read out. I've had a coffee and a look as it before I've came into here and I feel like my heart's going to explode, Paul. Listen, okay. Michael Burns has two main contracts. He does. He started to do and specialise in laminate flooring and gutters and drainage. So that is what he's moving to do more of. And again, good discounts for straight white whale listeners. So if you get in touch with him, he will sort you out with a discount. He also does full property refurbishments. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. yes, I done no bad for the Red Group and insurance work and has very good tradesmen. So if you need a plasterer, a joiner, gas, safe plumber, painter or a decorator, electricians, he can get in touch with them because they work for him and he will sort them out. So that's what he does. If you need something done in your house, get in touch with Michael Burns at Lamb Solutions Limited. And I met him for the first time on Sunday night at the Funny Bunch and he's just a nice guy. Yes. He's not a fucking reprobate like me and you, so they don't need to worry about us <laughs> walking through the fucking door. <laughs> he's like a family man. Uh, he came up to my house last week and did some work because um, I had a lodger. Somebody was doing a panto and they were renting the room for a month. Oh, really? And uh, no half me, half the person that I'm renting off of. Right. And uh, that's an actor, like, it's so connected. We're all connected, it's a fucking Illuminati. And the stupid cunt fucking broke a plug and a light. So Michael came up and fixed it. How long were they there for? Six weeks. Oh, for fuck's sake. Aye. I literally just stood and watched Michael fit a double plug socket like that. Ah, fucking, you go to college for that? Make sure you're doing that right. right? <laughs> <laughs> like when my, if we get like the, the council would come in and they work in my mom and dad's and my dad would try to tell them how to do their job. And the guy's like, I've done like nine of these a day, mate. Gonna fuck off and leave me alone. My dad, should be doing that like that. Nah, you're doing that wrong. Guy's like, fuck off, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you, Paul, since last week? Aye, good, mate. Good. Um, aye. Well, nah, having a shite time in life but I'm in a shite time this takes um this genuinely like takes the edge off coming and sitting and talking shite with you i don't know good mate i know no. it's personal and if you don't want to get into it that's all good but you know i'm here as a friend baby absolutely mate and i bought you a present okay to maybe cheer you up 
Okay. A lot of the podcast listeners have heard me talk about it. They've seen it at gigs. And I feel like I'm at a time in my life that it's time to let it go. Okay. And I'd like to pass it to you. My hammer. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit fluffy at the top for some reason. (laughs) I don't know why there's fluff on it. Um, Maybe that's hair or scalp. (laughs) But I would like to pass it to you. Okay, I'll accept it gratefully. Thank you. Are you going to keep it beside your bed? Put it in the loft. I'll keep it beside my heart. Hi. <laughs> and also, we were, uh, we'll get to the fact we would, um, a, a patron member bought me a present. Um, I won't name him because I genuinely feel like it's a deadly weapon and we might get done. Mm-hmm. So I won't name him. But if you're listening, thank you very much. And I'll pull it out. So we call back to last week's episode when. I was saying that I was dead inside, walking along the street, and a gang of youths let off a foghorn. Uh-huh. So, our dearest Patreon member, uh, basically, brought a foghorn <laughs> to the funny gig, <laughs> funny bunch gig at the stand on Sunday, mm-hmm. and he passed it to me in a bag, like it was a bag of cocaine. Like proper shifty looking at his shoulder and all that. Like, darn man, here, just take it. So he said he was looking at the items at the back on the shelf, like uh-huh. the books. And he says, could... Could we put the fog on the shelf? Yeah. 100% mate. Let's let me have a look. Uh, let it off. I don't know. That might fuck the mics. Aye. Aye. Plus, plus, we are genuinely on a street full of brothels. So if we let off a foghorn, um, I think they'll think it's a police raid. <laughs> know that I've got an experience of that. Yeah. <laughs> I was out there yesterday on the phone, getting a wee bit of fresh air, and one of them came out and silently propositioned me with her eyes mm. did like a wee moon then aye without saying what well, came in big man she just opened the door looked out and went and just went nah <laughs> just <laughs> shook my head she went back in shut the door I didn't know how to do it they would be ballsy enough to do the pure Amsterdam like come out their fucking I don't know she must have just heard me talking and thought who's that Para, you know what I mean and then seen it's just a big fucking Lanky cunt, man. Ah, going in pumpers, man. It's only 450 quid. Get me pumped. So there we go. A new prop has been added to the shelf. A foghorn on the shelf. And, uh, yeah. Thank you very much for giving us that as a present. Mm -hmm. Somebody else gave us a present. It was like a really lovely book about mental health and stuff. When on Sunday? Yeah. I wouldn't name it because it's quite personal. It came with a note. A personalised journey about discovery and stuff. And he's like, ah, this book means a lot to me. And then that cunt with a foghorn was like, ah, there's a fucking foghorn. Pure looking shifty as fuck. <laughs> like was it in a blue poly bag? <laughs> was it? <laughs> Pure. Here, down, down, down. Yeah. Also, when I was walking to the podcast studio today, I had like a fucking foghorn and a hammer in my bag. I'm like, please don't get done, man. Please. How much did that poor guy take it? What was his name? Zach? 
Zach. Oh, yeah, shout out to Zach. Yes, so we were at the Funny Bunch on Sunday. It was fantastic. And uh, Zach was in the front row. Poor he, boy, mate. He got it tight, didn't he? <laughs> Half everybody, but... Aye, mate. He was just a pure magnet for the comedy. <laughs> yeah. Such a shame. Aye. But um, for people who were there, well, I won't name names, one of the comedians made a joke that went down like a fucking lead balloon and uh, it was about being black and poor Zach was black. <laughs> he just instantly just went, oh, poor Zach. <laughs> oh, wow. Well. I'll ask you. Do you who... remember the joke? No. No, I'll tell you off, Mike, right? So I think there was a few people there. There was a couple of people come up to me, a couple of the usual faces, and um, uh, a couple of new people would come up and introduce themselves to me and... and um, Aye, so they'll know who I'm, they'll probably know who I'm talking about. We, a wee inside joke for the people who come to the Funny Bunch. And if you want to get to the inside jokes like that, or get your name mentioned, you need to fucking go. Yes. To the next one. Yes. Come to the next one, sign up to the Patreon. You'll get lots of extra added benefits. But the Funny Bunch was incredible. Tom stayed, Gareth Faw, Susie McCabe, fucking Kirsty. Unbelievable. Uh, aye. It was brilliant. I know. Even like Kirsty, the open spot. I thought she was like one of the best open spots that you've had. Yes. At the Funny Bunch. Yep. Outside of Ross Daly. Sorry, Ross. Um, no, but um, I thought that she was like, I mean, if I don't think you would have known that she was the one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, none of them, obviously. Fucking Gareth was amazing. Tom Stead's a legend and Susie McCabe's probably like the next big fucking scottish comedian aren't she so yeah the lineup was so strong and i thought she held her own on it man it was like yeah her stage presence and her sort of movement and what she did was really fucking good man so yeah i loved it it was thank you for being there and uh it was just a special night and you know before it i was really quite tired and i was oddly nervous and you know early january people were skint and i'm like i don't know about this and it was one of the best funny bunches out uh, cunts were like that, fucking hell man, for like January the 15th, everybody's freezing, skint, and that was brilliant, I was rattling after that. Right. Buzzing. Do you like my crowd work with the honeys? Mate, I thought that, and Sharon said this as well, I thought that was the best that you've done, I, I thought it was the best night overall, Thank but I you. thought you were fucking, you, that's the best that you've done and you've set the bar high for yourself because you're really good, like amazing at doing the, the comparing and hosting the event and i think you sort of set the tone really right and i like how you're like you can shout and you can abuse me but don't date to the acts and stuff like that yeah. so i think you do like very very well but i thought um sunday was the best you're getting better and better every time that you do it but no i thought that you're fucking aye. did you get your hole uh, I could have. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt you fucking could have, fuck's sake. I could have. <laughs> There's absolutely no doubt you could have fucking done it. I, I was okay. like, I'm fucking hell, I'll eat you in a piece. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no carbs, but. Uh, exactly, mate. That's so no why. in a piece. That's why I never done it. With a side salad. Uh, I, but I, I could have. <laughs> <laughs> From stable people and unstable people. So there we go. But I, uh, from men and women. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just the front row. I actually went on a date yesterday. Did you? Yeah. Ooh. Just a coffee. It was nothing, you know, 1pm meeting in the afternoon, we coffee and a chat. 
and it was good. Aye. But she was like telling me a wee bit about her, li <laughs> her life and all uh -huh. that. And she's, she's a beautiful lassie, right? So she's beautiful lassie. And obviously when you're that level of beautiful, you will get a lot of crazy people DMing you on Instagram and stuff. Mm -hmm. So she's like, oh, when I was younger, I used to get guys asking me to be like pay pigs, like if they could be a pay pig right. for her. Mm -hmm. and uh like weird guys like asking like all that mad shit so sometimes she pursued it mm -hmm. when she was younger she's like fuck it they want to pay a bill and i'm not actually doing anything apart from just calling them cucks and losers <laughs> and stuff right and i'm sitting there thinking right she clearly doesn't listen to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> keep a straight face <laughs> i thought you were going to be like quickly scrolling through it to see if you <laughs> was it me was it me i was like all right what's a cuck how did you meet uh social media one of the ones we've been on social media for years and uh she messaged me so i was like i could cock and stuff i have never really heard of that what's that was a pay pig pay pig i know I was she's like, like a food goblin she's like i never mentioned anything about oh <laughs> she's like this guy just wanted me to call him a fat hairy bastard and i was like yeah he sounds like a weirdo and then go to the toilet <laughs> oink, 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 oink. running up to the toilet oink, oink, oink. Uh, so there we go that's cool man that's cool you're gonna go on a second date halfway through the conversation but i was like is this a test has she been listening to the podcast should i say oink like it's a Masonic term in uh, the pay pig world would be like oink oink and she just knows, yes, I'm in there. She's like, yes, daddy. You know, like, <laughs> thank you, mummy. In a posh fucking coffee shop somewhere. Can I have a coffee and mummy, what would you like? <laughs> <laughs> first date. <laughs> <laughs> just doing that first date. Can I call you mummy? Like your uh, taxi. I know. Taxi for a fucking... Oh my god. Oh, you see. You're going to go on a second date? Probably, aye. Aye. It depends if she gives me permission to. I was kidding on. <laughs> uh, but I always see, see as it comes. I play it cool. I, it was good. It was good. Mm -hmm. That's cool. When was the last time you went on a date? Before yesterday. God, can't remember. That long ago? Aye. Months. Months and months. Right. It's not like I'm short of offers because quite clearly I could have had an orgy on Sunday. Aye. So, Zach and all. Zach and his missus and the birds at the table in the back of a van, apparently. Yes. But do you know notice with me? <clears throat> notice how I would never slagged Zach's girlfriend. Oh, of course. So Zach gets it, but his girlfriend doesn't get it because the two of them are in a relationship and I'm respectful. But you wouldn't think that through the the banter uh -huh. but i'm always like that with the front row if it's a relationship the guy gets it i don't go near the women but if it's a like a group of single ladies then you're getting pumped that's fair game aye you're getting fucking uh night stalked <laughs> <laughs> that was the one thing that i was really impressed with did you say it was Kirsty, the open spot Yes. She get heckled twice, mate, and she nailed them. Imagine being an open spot, first time at the stand, sold out Sunday night, gigging with Tom Stead, Darren Connell, Gareth Waugh, and Susie McCabe, 
and you get heckled twice. Who fucking who heckled her? The the birds. Honestly? Uh huh. She did a joke about Wotherspoons, about somebody trying to take her to Wotherspoons on a date. And one of them went, I work in Wotherspoons. And she also mentioned, it's not really heckling, I suppose, but shouting out into it, putting you at your flow. Aye. She mentioned that she's for Perth and one of them screamed, I'm for Perth. So she, but she, it was so smooth, which I was very fucking impressed with, mate, because she's in the middle of jokes. I would have totally been, you know what I mean? Well, I'm working with spoons, I'd be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're working. I'd be like, first of all, I'm sorry you're working with spoons. I'm yeah. sorry you work for a Tory cunt. And second of all, don't shout out at my gig again or I'll slit your throat. <laughs> exactly. Plus, uh, you know, she's not even done 50 gigs, mate, and she followed Tom's stayed, and then that fucking idiot's uh, heckling her twice. So good on her. I never knew she'd get heckled or I would have slagged her. Her name's Erin McKinney. Apologies for getting her name wrong. We've had a bad day. I've, I'm out my tits and coffee and adrenaline. Erin McKinney. Uh, what did I say her name was? Kirsty something. Kirsty, who the fuck's Kirsty? <laughs> you went a day with. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Erin. Uh, but I corrected myself. That's important. If I was a loser, I would have went through the whole fucking podcast there saying Kirsty. So, Erin, apologies. Sent her a DM demanding that she go and change her name by Deadpool. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want to get the funny bunch again, or at the stand again, you'll change your name to Kirsty. Aye. So... There we go. Belt of a belter of a night. Thank you for the support. And like I said previously, we're going to look into starting a live podcast show. So we're getting the ball moving with that. You cool with that? We're in we're in conversation, we're in talks, we're in negotiations with each other. Yes. About a live show. So is there anything you would like to talk about? Nah, let's see what's happening. What's yes. happening in your world? Somebody asked me for directions a day. Okay. And it pure put me off. I was like, what what is this, mate? We fucking horse and cart way back in the twenties. When's the last time somebody's asked you for directions? Um now that I think about it. But you know get a, a smartphone, you fucking, fucking slug cunt. <laughs> <laughs> right is is that the reason why people don't stop you for directions of course i fucking I sat so. having google maps i of course mate i'm a fucking i'm a weirdo with us like see see fast see I, I stay in town right so quite often do you know if you come up the sort of west end of the city center and then all the way through the city center actually they've got the like green glasgow city council maps uh-huh that will show you like which run about and some like kind focus points of the city and all that sort of stuff um see if i see somebody standing at one of them i don't know what it is <clears throat> i don't know what it is but i have this overriding urge to just go up and just help them and just and i go up and i always feel like a fucking weirdo and they always think that i'm a fucking weirdo as well because imagine being like spanish um and gone in your holiday to glasgow standing outside like sucky hill street looking at a map and a six foot five guy with a big massive beard just comes up and goes all right where are you looking for <laughs> and they're like well first of all what the fuck language was that that you just spoke to me but no i go up to people and i'll say to them is there any i'll go up and i'll, I'll speak clearly and i'll say is there anything that you're looking for like particularly because i know the city pretty well and i can show you, i can tell you pretty quickly but you're where you're going mm -hmm. and i'll do that so i i'm quite 
like well versed in giving directions to people because I'll I... but see mm. when you separate that like getting judged you think you're getting judged by that you're actually not doing anything wrong you're just being a nice person they always appreciate it as well always they're always pure thank you very much even if they go no we're all right they'll always say but thanks for stopping and yeah aye, like right where i stayed charing cross there's one right there and i'm always standing it waiting for the green man somebody's stoning like that uh i'll just be like what is it you're looking for and i'll be like oh whatever kelvin grove park and i'm like it's literally right there like behind the houses or whatever it is the art gallery just down there take a left you can't miss Amazing. it i i'll always do stuff like that next thing you know man or in a well and you're fucking like that put the lotion in the basket exactly <laughs> um actually like just as i think about it like first time i went to amsterdam um somebody heard me and my mate it was me and my best mate at the time played my band and um what actually happened was i booked up to go to amsterdam with my girlfriend at the time i think i might am i getting deja vu i might have mentioned this before but we were going we were flying out on a monday and on the Friday night, I was like, pack your bag, make sure you've got everything. She's like, I've packed, everything's there. And I was like, you got your passport? And she was like, what? Oh my God. And so I'm sure I've told you this Yes, before. you have on the podcast. So, cool. I, so me and my mate went, right, everybody knows that's fine. Me and my mate, my mate ended up paying the 75 quid to get the name changed. And me and my mate went, took mushrooms and had a fucking absolute ball. But on the first day, a guy heard the Scottish accent and come up and he was Scottish. And he, and he had long hair and a big big beard and he was like oh are you guys where he's from for glasgow oh amazing i'm fake i can't remember where the fucking country's from but and then he was like he's looking for directions we made like wee maps this is before this is pre-smartphone this is like i want to say 2003 so it's pre-smartphone and uh well like i were looking for such and such coffee shop and he's like it's just down there and then it's like and we're like thank you very much mate that's great and then he was like give me money oh my god and i was like no like no mate we're all right and he like grabbed my arm and was like you need to give me money and was like pure shouting man making a pure ruckus and i just turned around and went so if you don't like go i'm gonna break that fucking arm and he was just like oh and then just like kind of walked away so i'm not like that <laughs> <laughs> i'm not like stunning like that doesn't you give me money to tell you where i'm going to kelvin grove it's right now he's a tenner i'm not tenner right now <laughs> right fucking now well the guy that stopped me i mean i was storing a run for the corner of the podcast studio and i was in a rush never had a breakfast today so i grabbed something for tesco bottle of lucas aid packet of crisps and a packet of chicken and the cunt i was like mouth full of food and he's like like have a wee bit of social social cues here mate like i'm chewing on food so where did they ask to go directions to um uh, the tron gate i was like you're a couple of miles away for it mate all right go and get the train aye for charing cross see when i was a wee guy people used to pull up the motor that ever happened to you excuse me mate i'm looking for merchants street excuse me mate, i'm looking for a girl street we used to send them in the wrong direction deliberately aye that's very cruel that isn't it i used to just send them in the right direction because i was a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> you send them in the wrong direction because you just done you know aye because i was a chronic people pleaser so i couldn't say mate i don't know so i'm like yeah just get a burly man right <laughs> swing a burly turn left turn right 500 yards and that's you there 
By the way, Paul's passed his driving test. Oh. So that should get a driver's license. Here now. we go. I know. Well done, mate. Thank you very much. Well done. I was talking to another podcaster when they were in at the weekend and they were like, what have you been up to? And other than life, I've been like, oh, I passed my driving test and they were like, oh, I'd never do that. Why? They went, I sat, well, I asked the exact same question. They were like, um, first of all, I don't want to do the theory test. All right. Why not? Like, couldn't give me an answer. Is that what a fear of being stupid, do you think? <laughs> I don't know. Like, because they're no stupid. The person's no stupid. I know that. They come in here and do a podcast every week. Like, they're not stupid. They could get through a fucking driving theory test, mate. Anybody could get through it. Um, but then um, they were like, I don't like the idea of being in charge of a car. So it's like, just can just, if you get in an accident, like, you can kill people, you can die. And I was just like, like, the cogs in my brain just started to go click, click, click. Well, I'm never getting in a motor ever again. Yeah. No, what? I'm kidding on. That's like Rain Man shit. You've just got to take it as it comes. Uh, driving's so, fun, mate. Like, yeah. And honestly, even just when I pass, just thinking about like, if shit ever hit the fan, like I could just go and do Uber. Mm-hmm. I could just go and do Amazon. For, it, it opens up. It's weird. I've never thought about it like this. But it opens up a lot of opportunities in your life. And also, if you're just sitting about boards, drive down to Loch Lomond you just do shit that you just could never do yes so you get in a car I'm thinking about getting Paul a van there by the way just for audio purposes I need to explain it we might not hear it but I'm thinking about getting a van yeah uh, and I've got my hammer yes and a rape <laughs> fucking alarm <laughs> <laughs> uh, no I'm thinking about maybe getting well listen I'm 6'5 and I did my lessons in a Corsa it wasn't a lot of fun. I'd be coming out after the two hours and I'd been like calves cramping, fucking sciatica, aggravated. So I need to get a bigger car. Um, so I'm thinking about either a people carrier or like a small van or like a camper van. Yeah. That's the dream. But also I'm thinking about, you know, as you know, a couple of comedians that I help doing video work and I'll go out and doing touring, they pay for a driver. Like, could make a bit of fucking extra dosh. Don't drink barely you know apart from mm-hmm. the pint of guinness here and there so if i could drive them to their gig do their video and then drive them back i am thinking about doing something like that so Wait, that's a great idea i'm on the lookout for a people carrier um so that i could you know five seats six yes. seats get people in the back drive them about choo choo that sounds good Aye. do you want to go in the cold water therapy with me we can drive somewhere ah, absolutely <laughs> Once I've got a motor or a van, I will do it. We'll video it. <laughs> Imagine if we actually done it as a joke and then properly get into it. <laughs> I know. Well, mate, as I say, I take cold showers every morning. I've got nothing against cold water therapy. I've got something against cold water therapy, cunts. Aye. They pay me 35, 40 thousand pound a month and you can come and use a bath in my back garden. That's what I'm seeing on TikTok. A lot of people got, we're going out in the street today to talk to fellow people that are struggling. All right, my man, how you doing? I'm nine years sober. This is my pal, Davey. You are right? You're like, I think that guy's dead, mate. <laughs> Strong a bin. <laughs> <laughs> Get that TikTok out of bin, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations on getting your... Thank you. Your... Your license becoming a real adult no longer a man child real boy 
I'm a big kid now. What was that the tagline for? Um, I don't know. I think it was an appy. Oh really? Ah, uh, it was pull-ups. No, remember that advert? No. I, I ring. I the what you said there rings a bell. The jingle. Yeah. Huggies pull-ups. Mm. That's what it was back in the day. I'm a pig now. <laughs> <laughs> Oink. Hi. So good times, mate. That's what age are you? Thirty nine. I'll be forty this year. Wait, wait, you. What month for you forty? November. Oh, I've been rounding it up for a couple of years because I can't be fucked with that thirty eight, thirty nine. So people will like, "What age are you?" But I'm forty. Just looks fucking pretty much fucking forty. But no, I'm officially forty this year. I think actually telling people that I'm forty is like being exposure because I don't give a fuck about it. I've not gave a fuck about a birthday since I was twenty one. Yeah, couldn't give two shits. Don't want a party. Do you know what I want? Like, run about my birthday. I want the people that are closest to me to send me a text message, and I want the people that are, I'm, I'm, you know, in relationships with, like my mom, my sister, and all that, to buy me a card and a small token gift. It doesn't need to be anything. See, as long as I get that, I'm pretty fucking happy, mate. I don't really give a fuck. See, like, like well, this year, Sharon turns thirty. Sharon's ten years younger than me, so she turns thirty this year. And it's weird because for other people's birthday, I want to make a fuss. Yeah. I'm planning on taking her to Dublin and going away on a wee, like, wee holiday for a, like, a long weekend. Um, and I want a pure white make a fuss, but see when it comes to mine, I'm just like, don't bother, man, I don't care. I'm the same, mate. Treat myself to a cake and watch a film. I'm like, fuck it. Can't be bothered. But good on you. What did you do this year? 36. When? June the 19th. June the 19th. Well, there you go. Fishing for presents, are we? Mm-hmm. For the crowd. The troops. Not for you. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you a present. I'll get you a Christmas present. Yes, you did, mate, and I appreciate it. 19th of June, also the, the anniversary of my grandfather's death when his heart exploded and he was dead before he hit the carpet. So, birthdays. Thank you, Uncle. <laughs> what was your uncle called? Oh, uncle Jerry. Aye, uh, Jerry. Aye, aye. It wasn't him that died on my birthday, it was my granddad. Jerry's dead and all, but... I love my family. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I was thinking the other day? Have you ever been for a meal? Have you ever been for a meal by yourself? Like out? Yeah. Hmm. So no, it's coming to mind. But maybe I've jumped into somewhere like maybe a subway. I've definitely had a subway sandwich. I've sat and had a subway sandwich, you know, like waiting for a night out or something like that. But I've never sat down and had a proper meal, like dinner or anything like that. I like a free course. Uh huh. So like a Nando's or a Subway or something like that. Just a Subway or a Greg's. Aye, something like that. Nothing outside of that. Not even a Nando's. Yeah. Definitely sat down and ate a McDonald's by myself. I can tell you that because I worked at McDonald's for three years. So I definitely, but no, like a proper, I'm going to take myself. I've never been to the cinema myself. That is a total and utter fucking lie. Just to the memory. I went and seen the, I went and seen a Star Wars by myself because my girlfriend at the time was pure fuck off with Star Wars and I wanted to go and see it. So I went and seen it myself. Um, but no, to answer your question, for fuck's sake, Paul, I've never been for dinner by myself. Never been to a restaurant by myself. I, you? I want you to do that. Aye. I want you to treat yourself to a meal by yourself. Nothing mental though. No like fucking Miller and Carter with a suit. 
Who know? I mean, date if you want. <laughs> if you want <laughs> date if you want. <laughs> Do you go for like meals by yourself? All the time. I mean, I'm not nowhere fancy, but if it's a pub, I'll go in for pub grub. Like, there's a pub around the corner for here. I've had a meal by myself. Nando's, uh, wherever, really. I don't really go and look for a specific place, but if I'm hungry, I'll just go to whatever's there. Right. But I mentioned it to my pal the other day, and my pal was like, oh, that's quite weird, going for food by yourself. And I'm like, no, really, mate. If I'm working and I'm in a rush, I'm just jumping in to grab something it's right. not like i'm leaving the house and saying i'm going to go for a meal by myself today i it's i think it is one of the things that people do they're like i don't know if they're afraid of it or what yeah it's good they're, character building Aye, i go to the cinema all the time by myself as well mm -hmm. see when i go to the cinema with people and i can hear them breathing and all that i'm like mate fuck up go and get a cat scan man your voice your throat's fucked Lip smacking when they're eating their dinner. Oh, we spoke about that. The funny bunch cunts at lip smack. Holy fuck! I used to play in a band with a guy, so lived in a back of a fucking van for a proportion of life. And mate, he was like a pig at a trough. Like he would eat like so. You get things like chippies. Do you know what I mean? Like, and you'd be sitting in the back of the van. And it'd be pure. And I was like, gonna breathe. Gonna be. Gonna take a minute. Like, calm down. You know, gonna starve to death if you don't inhale that fucking saucy supper yeah but i it was like he'd get really upset when you'd be like ah, listen mate you're picking me off my food gonna like chill out and stop shoveling because he'd be he'd eat pure fast as well pure <laughs> and i mate I'd be like, oh, fucking hell but um you get like the da the da noises like my dad would be like mm. Mm. like shit like that you're like do you need to make the noises? Like, what's going on? Aye. It's disgusting, mate. It's, and I, I notice, like, a lot of people, they get upset by it, but you're like, as we burp, uh, but, uh, like, one of my brothers uh, eats like a slob. Like, really disgusting. Like, almost cartoon. Like, see, if you sat beside him and he was eating, you would be like, he's taking a piss. Right. That's no real uh -huh. and then about an hour later you'd be like that's real holy fuck so that's exactly how i felt about this other guy the guy I was telling you about there i'd be like there is no need for that you must be doing that deliberately it's too much there's like too much going on here too many noises snorts and exhale <laughs> and it's like you you must be like guy well actually uh -huh. what what i'm just eat, i'm just eating my dinner what well i was just hungry Alright, okay, next time I do a shite, I'll do it in the sink in, because I'm just doing the toilet. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Shout for the toilet. <sighs> Aye. I've told my brother, my, I've had people in my family tell my brother to leave the room, like, see if you're going to eat like that, mate, sit in the living room. And he's got up and sat in the living room. <laughs> aye. I remember one time he was eating cherries, and I was like, ah, you enjoying the cherries? And he's like, ah, aye, and I don't know, aye, it fucking sounds like it. <laughs> so... <laughs> Think I'll ever meet any of your brothers? Nah. You'll, you'll meet one of them. The other two, I've shunned them. Like Jehovah's Witness, mate. Completely shunned them. You know certain religions. <laughs> Scientology, whatever. Like. I have Scientology to them. You'll meet my brother that's closest to me that's actually a good person. And the other two are fucking lepers, mate. So. Are you the youngest? 
Yeah. Right, so you were the baby. Unless I'm actually giving you money in a brown envelope to do them in. Uh, I'll never beat them. Aye. We could do that. Have you ever seen that movie, the Danny DeVito movie, Throw My Mouth a Train? Yes. We could do that. <laughs> I Aye. could get you to kill a podcaster that, that owes me money. Aye. And then I'll kill your two brothers. Yes. That sounds good. I mean, the one that <laughs> lip smacks when he eats will probably choke on a fucking grape or something, so... Got to be done, but you're like, no, it doesn't, eh, mate. Just eat, don't eat like a fucking pig. What's the gaps between you and your brothers? <clears throat> well, I'm 35. I think my oldest one is 51. Whoa, right. So, fuck 51, 50. And then my brother Martin is fair. Uh, my brother Martin is 44. Right. So, you came a long time. Yes. Like after they had the three kids. Yeah. So my mum was like 37 or something right. she had me. Aye, man. Mate, that's the same as me. I had old parents. Yeah. Don't know about you, but I was, re I was really embarrassed by it when I was in primary school. Not so much as I got older. Do you know what I mean? Because my mum and dad wouldn't be coming to get me at the gates of the school. But <sighs> I get really, I get embarrassed by it. There was one time my mum told me a story years later, years fucking later, and I felt so guilty, mate, where she dropped me off at primary school. And one of the wee lassies that was coming in at the same time, like the gate was pure, is that your mummy? And I went, no, that's my gran. Oh, wow. And she said it broke her fucking heart. Oh. That's a shame. I was a wee boy, but... You know Wage, I mean? were you? Oh, mate, like six. Aye. But I was really embarrassed by having old parents. I, I don't think anybody, unless they were staying with their granny and their granda, had, like, parents as old as me. They were all pure young parents, do you know what I mean? What age is your mum now? She was born, um, right, so she's just turned, she's like 73. Yeah. And I'm 40. So mm. she was 33 when I was born. Aye. And she was more akin, so, aye, she was closer to people's grandparents when I was growing up. Like, she was best mates with a guy that went to my primary school's grand-granddad. Mm -hmm. And my mum and I, all my mum and dad's mates, kids were all like adults when i was like 10 so i always found that quite embarrassing and kind of like didn't he ah it's weird i know what you mean mate because my best mate's mum is younger than my brother what aye so your best mate's mum's younger than your oldest brother yeah fucking hell man wow aye. but like my mum is like fucking catholics mate <laughs> i know <laughs> my mum is very uh young for her age though right like she's very funny doesn't he take life very seriously so you don't think of her as old as old but my brothers are old like they're old the two oldest ones they look right. old they act old you know what were they like when you were growing up what bastards <sighs> bullies aye aye know what i turn this into a therapy session well actions have consequences and they're living their consequences. Right. My sister, I, mate, absolutely. My sister's four years older than me. She bullied the life out of me, mate. Aye. She knows it, but it's all right. Aye. Like, it's not like she would hear this and be like, well, if she thought, aye, she knew it, mate. She knew it. But maybe, I could, I'm not going to name them, who and stuff. One was a bully when I was younger, and then the other one was just a selfish bastard, mate. Like, definition of a selfish cunt. Like, 
see like if you had a bottle aftershave and there was one skush left, you'd take a skush. Uh, if everything would be about him, it would never be about you. Right. So like, you know, doesn't he have a washing machine? Doesn't he have a cooker? So he comes up to my mad's house for his washing and his dinner all the time. Right. But that's the only reason he's there is to get his washing and his dinner. Right. So doesn't he go and see your mom for the sake of seeing his mom and checking and making sure everybody's all right? Aye. He's there because he's not got a cooker. Aye, he's got a purpose. Aye. So right. it's like that type of selfishness. Aye. So oh well. you you're just like, there we go. Father time, we'll catch up with them soon knowing the two of them will be dead. So happy days. Hey. We, ah! That was a joke, by the way. It wasn't it really, but. <laughs> well, we're all going to die, mate. We're all, on, we're all on the journey to the the final destination, aren't we? Yes, I just hope that theirs is quicker. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you just hope that you get to see them die? Is that? I basically, right? I okay. How do you think you would take some sort of morbid? Do you think they listen to this podcast for one? Because if they do, we might need to cut all this stuff. <laughs> um, well, one of them, I wouldn't even be surprised if he knows that I've got a podcast. The guy, the guy that's not got a cooker or a washing machine, right? Okay, he he wouldn't even know I've got a podcast. He's that selfish, mate. Well, I just didn't give a fuck. Aye, if you get the call. Let's just call one of your brothers oh, Catholics, Michael. Right? Michael's he's about to go, and you get the opportunity to go up to the Queen Elizabeth and see his last breath. Would you take it? Do you, you know what I'd do? Uh-huh. I'd go and have, I would have a pint of Guinness. Will you? <laughs> How come? And then we could review it <laughs> for the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I'd break my sobriety and have a couple of pints and then just go C- back to my normal celebrate. life. Celebrate. <laughs> wow. Well, mate, listen, you're not alone in that regard. I'd be like, aye, all right, I'm coming up to the hospital, but I'm walking it. So. I'm bringing my camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not alone there, mate. You're not alone there. I know <clears throat> I've got best mates. I've got close mates. Aye, that don't talk to me. And I think it's brothers, mate. I don't, I was just thinking there, like, I don't have anybody that's a brother that doesn't speak to a sister or a sister that doesn't speak to a brother. It's always brother on brother. Yeah. And there's some, I like, resentment builds. And then, I Yeah. They just don't talk to each other anymore. Re- resentment with families, mate, is very strange because when I was going through sobriety, you try to take every avenue. You're saying, look, like, this is my problem. This is the problem. Let's try and fix it. But from childhood to teenage life to early 20s, then early 30s, and then you get to a point, you're just like that. They're never going to fucking change. Um, No matter what you say, no matter what you do, they're never going to change. Nothing's ever going to happen. I mean, I even remember saying that about the washing machine and the cooker. I was like, ah, a, a global, pa- I said a pandemic wouldn't even stop that cunt coming up for his dinner. And a, then a pandemic happened, I swear to God. No, in fact, I never said a pandemic. I say it's a zombie apocalypse. Right. A, a zombie apocalypse wouldn't even stop that cunt. And he, he wouldn't. The COVID no stop him getting up for his dinner. Stopped him for his dinner, didn't he? Stop him for his washing, but... <laughs> you kidding? Aye. And then you'd be sitting in the house and he'd walk in and you'd be like, all right, mate. And he'd just be away with, it, away with the fairies, mate. Just so selfish. Like, wouldn't he walk past me, walk past my dad and wouldn't even say hello and stuff. You're like, you're a fucking weirdo, mate. Aye. Well, but I tell you what, 
it's one of the for anybody that's listening to a podcast because they people make you sick they cunts can make you ill mate mm-hmm. like being around people like that can uh, make you aye. unwell so one of the biggest reliefs in my life is just saying used to cunts are finished with me in fact i never even said it to one of them i just left and i've no spoke to him in seven months and then the the oldest one he knows he fucked it that new like that recent that you fucking decided to patch them aye oh mate sorry about that man that's fucked up so uh it's not easy doing that man it was hard mate i had to move back in with my family during covid and he would come up for his dinner every single night but i would time it to no be there or anytime he would walk in the house i would walk away and it was so deliberate on on purpose and then when my ma said you know your brother's coming up for his dinner and he's washing the night i said don't tell him to come up the night because i'm leaving to go to a flat and i mm. left and i've not seen him since right no seen him no heard film but i'm all right with that bobby Aye, from scottish world everyone <laughs> <laughs> welcome to my world no but see that 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 is the i think some of the hardest shit that you need to do so yeah. like create healthy boundaries healthy personal boundaries towards people who are family you know what i mean like yeah. or people who have hurt you and even like you were saying earlier you're a chronic people pleaser that keeps people in these toxic relationships that impact not only their mental health but their physical health do you know what i mean and exactly and it was one of the reasons i think being around them especially the one that was always up for his dinner it was one of the reasons why my hair fell out it was as soon as he walked into the house mate i felt like i had a genuine allergic reaction like i could be mid-conversation with my man my dad having a great laugh see as soon as i heard that door handle turn my soul would leave my body and you tell that to your man your dad and they kind of agree but they're like it's their boy it's their boy what are you gonna do and i was like right okay but i can do something about it I'm going to go and live in the fucking forest for the rest of my life. <laughs> so there we go. And Are see that amount... Ma- sorry, mate. Sorry, you go. No, you go. The amount of people that have that with their families is so common oh, and it's so sad. That's exactly what I'm saying. I think that's why it's so hard because you don't see many people that can actually do what you're doing. And I know that this might, if people are listening to this, and like this might sound funny, but I genuinely admire the courage it takes to like not speak to a family member because you get judged by the other people in your family and then they want to know what's why and sometimes you can't even really tell them why i mean you, you're being sort of clear explanations he's selfish and but sometimes you can't you're just like i just don't feel good when i'm running them mm-hmm. i just don't feel safe when they're there um and that needs that needs to be enough so i genuinely respect that, you, that you've done that mate and uh, thank you very much that means a lot and i've shared that with a couple of friends and some friends will be like wow darn you seem so harsh and so on it we making decisions and i'm like no no i'm 35 years old that has took until i was 34 i lived 34 of my 34 years of my life in misery because of the cunts mm-hmm. and it's took to that age for me to nearly have a full mental breakdown to say i'm fucking done with you Aye. so it's no like strength it's just the final decision like i'm done uh, if it's a hard decision so it yeah. is it, is, it takes 
I, I hear what you're saying. It's like, see, once you've drew that line, you're like, I know that I've done that. I've made that decision. It feels like nothing. It mm. took nothing. Like you said, man, 35 years building up to something and then... Yeah. Aye. And plus they stop talking to you as well when you start calling out their shit. The one that says they never had a cooker or a washing machine is minted. He's always driving about with fucking new cars and wearing the best of clays and stuff. And he, he pulled out a bracelet once and he's like, ah, three hundred quid. Because he kind of talks like that. Three hundred quid. I'm like, ah, three hundred quid, aye. He's like, ah, belt on that. <laughs> I'm like, ah, eh. Not really, mate. I don't really see cunts wearing jewellery or rings. It's not really a common thing anymore. He's like, I, I, sorry, young team of dinner. I'm like, 300 quid. He's like, aye. And I was like, so how come you can buy a bango for 300 quid, but you can't buy a washing machine? A bango. And he never spoke to us for <laughs> about Beautiful. a year. Beautiful. I bet you that cut him deep when you went, a bango. Aye. It's <laughs> what my dad would say, that. yeah, a bango. Like, and one time he pulled, he, he, I don't know why he brought a garlic crusher to my man's house, mate, right? But he pulled out a garlic crusher and he was like, ah, seven quid. Like, randomly, he doesn't even talk to you. And all of a sudden, he's like, ah, in the background, seven quid. And I'm like, seven quid for what, mate? He's like, ah, belter in it. <laughs> <laughs> garlic crusher. I'm like, ah, a garlic crusher. And he's like, ah, aye. I was like, ah, mate, do you no need to have a cooker to do that? And he's like, no, you, bu you build up and you buy things and then you get what you need. I'm like... But you've lived in a house for 10 years with no cooker and no washing machine, mate. Do you not think it's time that you buy a cooker and then you buy everything that you need for a cooker? And he just walked away. So there we go. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Fuck's sake. So, family, uh, let's move on for the uh, cunts anyway, because I'm going to relapse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell, mate. Have we got much time left? 10 minutes, mate. 10 minutes? Can I share a very scary story with you? Absolutely. So before I came in here today, um, after I gave that guy directions, I looked up and somebody was like, literally like that. <laughs> Timmy? Male or female? Male. Right. And then I realised I was looking in the reflection of the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh you fucking got me there you think man i was like what the fuck's happened to you notice how i had to look away there no. i was like oh no uh, you fucking dirty bastard like that time i asked you about a dead body and you appear the fingers were blue and all that i'm like oh no i'm doing a stand by me joke <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 oh, pure trauma dumping on you. Like, oh. No, I was expecting you to say no. I'm like, fucking <laughs> hell. Aye, mate, that was fucking funny as fuck when you got me with that. I'm like, is that no stand by me? Like, <laughs> uh, aye, mate, aye, but fucking hell, man. You ever had anything, anybody, they anything scary in like Glasgow City Centre where you're like pure, oof. like you've witnessed something? Uh -huh. Or take you and you're like, oh, what the fuck happened there? I've had a couple of people lock eyes with me, like growlers, right. and I'm like, he's unhinged. Uh, I've had things like that, but off the top of my head, I can't really, scary things I can't think. Um, I've seen somebody have a heart attack before. Really? In Marks and Spencer's when I was a wee boy with my mama, like dropped down in front of his date. It was fucking Oof. mental, man. Uh, wow. 
but actual scary like I've had I remember one time I was walking home for the shops once and there was a guy I feel like a guy was trying to suss us out right. like to mug me and that was a bit freaky foliage is that, that one no no that was another guy mate actually it was sorry for using this term but it was a junkie he was right. on a bike and i just noticed i was like ah that cunt's fucking following me and i literally just stopped in the middle of the street and he turned around and looked at us i just kept looking at him and he eventually just went i just i wasn't really scared i was just freaked out uh-huh because i'm like bags of messages and all that like i'm i'm gonna start boxing my cunt i don't even know no what about you um what was i thinking about that i had a guy with tourettes come up to me one time in george square i was sitting smoking a joint i was at uni <laughs> and i used to roll a joint in uni uh the, what year was it in uni maybe third year in uni i was playing in the band a lot so i didn't go a lot to uni so when i would turn up they did talk to me i didn't really know anybody the people for second to third years kind of like fell away went on to different things i did architecture so a lot of people they would realize maybe like two years and like fuck this is too hard they would go and do like interior design like they would pivot to another like course so i like lo lost my friends group in between second and third year at uni and, and like i said i wouldn't go a lot about in tour so i would go the minimum people wouldn't really talk to me um so they didn't know me for fuck's sake um and so i would there was a period of time this was only like a couple of months a couple of weeks whatever where i would just go and get a greg's roll a joint go and get a greg's and just sit in george square smoke my joint just watch the pigeons and watch people going by and then just go back up to uni day my afternoon and then get to fuck but this guy came up to me and he was like he looked pure normal he went excuse me mate if you get a fag fag and i was like pure uh i didn't really even think about that guy's get to see in the moment i didn't think that guy's got Tourette's. and this is like third year of uni i would have been uh 2003 2004 so it's like I don't, I don't even know if i fucking knew what it was do you know what i mean and then he, i was like no sorry mate it's a joint and he was pure oh that's all right mate that's all right that's all right and i was pure oh, that's all right. you're all right mate and he just went i'm fine and then he walked away from me and i like looked down and i was thinking what the fuck was going on there man that guy was a fucking serial killer or something i looked up and he was stoning his arms out in the middle of josh square going where are they where the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> Every cunt was just pure. He didn't. Just walking by the guy pure. Oh my fucking God. So I had that. I had that happen to me. Wow. Well being half-baked is a bit mental. I, I, no even half-baked, mate. I think the weed had just fucking hit me. I was just sitting there like that. Glazed there pure. What? <laughs> <laughs> think you're watching a film? Aye. Aye. But Tourette, Tourette's is a fucked up thing, man. Aye. Like, that's, I think that's the only person... That I've knownly seen, I thought that's Tourette's syndrome. Yeah. I mate, pure. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Like pure. I helped a guy with Tourette's once um, in Safeway when I was a trolley boy. Uh, he was asking where the chemist was. Poor guy, man. He couldn't even really. I, I sussed out what he was trying to say. I was like, poor guy. But. And Safeway? Safeway, mate. I was about 17, £3.45 pence an hour wage slave labor i mate i started much was that your is that somebody coming in there who was it the doors peaked open a wee bit that's probably jeff i don't even know i'm due here for another half hour mm -hmm. um might have been the wind what a game bastard might be the wind um what was i gonna say Tourette's guy safeway 
three pound forty. Was that your first job? Yes. Trolley boy and Safeway. Did you was it the trolley boy as that was that like a promotion? So, uh, trying to make it comical because it's pretty horrific. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> left school, worked in Safeway for a couple of years, had some bad experience with mental health and addiction, and I quit. Right. And I was unemployed for a wee while, and then when I felt better, I got a job in Asda. <laughs> so I More money? More money, aye. But I was, I used to, I love Safeway, man, you could find, I remember, I think I've said this on the podcast, finding, like, food in the trolleys. I used right. to eat it at the back. Did you? Aye. What do you mean, like, somebody left a, a like, a full sandwich, like, packed? Yep. I uh, no opened or anything like Anything that I found, I ate. Like, some, I think I've said this in a podcast once, I found a multi-pack of fucking uh, Mars bars, and I ate them in a cleaner's cupboard. And then <laughs> one time I found a prawn sandwich in a trolley in Safeway, mm -hmm. and I ate it at the back of the car park like I was a fucking ogre. I <laughs> <laughs> just thought if I did it in the back of the car park. Um, aye, man. So my first my first job was McDonald's, mate, and it was like one ninety an hour. That's disgusting. But, mate. but I was so happy with it. Wow. Because you get like ninety quid a fortnight, and it was like, aye, that is people for the when are they in? I'll be two minutes. They're supposed to be in um, four o'clock, but um, here we go. Anyway, they can wait. Because um, I need to set up as well and I need to come in. People are getting the fucking behind the scenes here, aren't they, with this? Um, yes. We'll wrap up with this, right? When I was a wee guy, I had a horrible habit at eating stuff that I fun. <laughs> but not only that, like, oh, this is disgusting, man. And honestly, Sharno, but like, why the fuck did you tell that in a podcast? But here we go. I would pick up, I'd pick chewing gum. So the reason that this came up was because I let the elf and I was like, I used to do that when I was a wee guy, like proper wee guy. I'm talking about like three. I used to find chewing gum and I'd pick it up half a grun and let chew it. Oh my God. Oh mate. How fucking rank is that? That's like, pretty rank. Disgusting me bastard. I used to like eat dirt as well. Like say like turf. I'd go like digging for worms and stuff and I'd eat the dirt from underneath my fingernails. And I think I actually got addicted to like the grainy feeling on my teeth. That, like, a tickly feeling in my gums i'm sure that's a probably a condition mate i think so mate <laughs> it's fucking rotten but then one time when i was a wee guy i looked i was in my granny's close and it was like what would i say how would i say it it looked like butter on the grun and i went and i got a spoon so i'm at this point man when my granny died when <laughs> i was looked like butter it looked like butter <laughs> And I went and I got a spoon and I sat and I scraped it up off of the bottom of the clothes and I ate it with a spoon and it turned out to be like animal fat. Oh my God. That had like dripped out of a fucking bag or something. That's the only thing I can think of, but it was like lard. And I, I was, I went into my granny's with my mouth hanging open and it like dripping out my mouth going pure. And I had to tell them that I'd ate because I needed to know what it was. I was like, I so I'd like, I used to eat shit off a grown man. So, wow, you think you're bad? Aye. <laughs> but I was a wee boy, I was a, I was a kid, I was a toddler. Like, in my head, I'm thinking, uh, that's a really, I can't believe it's not butter advert, like, uh, but it's like 
been scraped up off the ground <laughs> by a spoon and it's like animal fat that's dripped out of like my, i remember like saying to somebody like what, what was it that i ate and my dad was like back in the day people used to empty their chip pan into a milk carton and then take it and put it in the bin and i was like right and he's like so it's just been that drip that's been lard and it's dripped out it's been hot or whatever and it's like cooled on the fucking close flare and then you've went and got a spoon and fucking scraped and it up it. and stuck it in my mouth. My ma still does that, by the way. What? With the, the milk jug. She got a chip pan? Aye. For fuck's sake. Yep. Wow. It's dangerous. And she also, when she smokes the fags in the garden, she has a milk bottle full with water and she puts the doubts in it. Brilliant. So there we go. Eh? Amazing. Do you want to wrap up with that? Aye, let's wrap up, mate. We've, how mm. long have we done? We've done an hour spot on and these fucking pricks have turned up half an hour early, so... Who, who is it? You know. All oh, right, okay. But you think they would know open the door and fucking talk shit when we're recording? No, they're shouting out there. Before I go, I just want to say thank you to Michael Burns for sponsoring the podcast, Lamb Solutions Limited. I also feel like I need to clear something up. That chat about my, uh, my family there was a bit intense. I just want to say I hope that wasn't too mental. I'm not asking you to edit it out because okay. the truth fucking hurts. Aye. But I just feel like I need to, to say that uh that was mental aye but but you're but it's no mental mate honestly aye, okay i don't think so we okay fuck's sake thank you thank you very much um well there we go i will be back in the studio in a wee while to record some stuff for the patron and this will maybe be up whenever right i'll get this up thursday for the patron friday for the normal fucking scumbags right thank you very much paul episode 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 58 see you next week i was that x x exhibit x doom 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 x <laughs> <laughs>
Cause I'm not something you 